And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully you guys are having a great week. Uh, a, a lot to get to today. Um, we're going to talk about uh, uh, the makeup of the impending 116th Congress, um, which is actually looking kind of worse and worse for Republicans. Uh, we're going to go into all that, and then I'm going to talk about uh, a bunch of insane leftists um, trying to shut down Ben Shapiro again, this time at Ohio State University. Um, and we have a clip of that coming up as well. It's, it's absolutely insane. But before we get to all of that, I want to say hi to our sponsors over at 1776 United. 1776 United is absolutely tremendous. They're the best conservative apparel company anywhere in the country. They are absolutely fantastic. Um, you guys are really gonna love. You guys are gonna love this company. You you really need to check them out. Uh, you can find them at 1776united.com. That is 1776united.com, and check them out on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff too. They have a huge Black Friday sale coming up. Uh, obviously, I believe that's next week, right? Thanksgiving's next week. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So they have a huge uh, Black Friday sale next week. Uh, you can check them out on Instagram. They have all their limited edition Black Friday stuff uh, and really, really great prices. All their stuff is super creative, super high quality. Um, you definitely got to check them out. Uh, once again, that's 1776united.com. Make sure you use the promo code gimmicks. That is the promo code gimmicks for 15% off of your order. I also want to say hi to our sponsors over at Premier Vapor. If you smoke and you want to quit, or if you want, if or if you already vape, um, which by the way, guys, it's 2018. Stop smoking; it's bad for you. But uh, anyway, if you vape or if you want to start vaping, you have to check out Premier Vapor. They have the largest selection of premium e-liquid anywhere in the country. Um, they have physical locations in Perrysburg and Holland, Ohio. Um, and if you're not in Northwest Ohio, you can check them out at premiervaporandlounge.com. That is premiervaporandlounge.com. They have any kind of flavor you want. They have any kind of tank you need, any kind of coils, uh, any any battery, any mod that you could ever dream of, they have over at uh, premiervaporandlounge.com. And they will also give you free shipping on all orders over 35 bucks. You really can't beat that. And if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Please subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, or Google Play. If you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and a good review. I'd really appreciate that. And if you like what you're hearing and want to get involved, uh, we are on Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash nogimmickspodcast. Um, you can uh, contribute monthly over there, and there is really cool incentives if you choose to do so. All right. Let's jump right into the news of the week. Um, a week after the midterm elections, which were last Tuesday, it's looking worse and worse. Um, for Republicans, as a lot of these recounts are happening and these close races that were undecided as the results are finally coming in, um, it, it initially looked like Republicans were going to lose about 30 seats in the House. That number is probably going to be somewhere between 37 to 40, which is pretty rough. Obviously, it's not as bad as uh, as, as uh, 2010 was for the Democrats. I believe Republicans picked up 63 seats. So it's not that catastrophic, but it, it is bad. I mean, that is kind of a blue wave, or at least a mini blue wave, losing, you know, close to 
40 seats in the upper 30s. That, that's not good. Um, we talked about Florida on Monday. I, Florida's the Democrats aren't going to be able to steal those races. Ron DeSantis will be the next governor of Florida. Rick Scott will be the junior senator um, from Florida. I'm not too worried about that. the The leads are, are insurmountable at this point. I really don't think the Democrats are going to be able to fraud their way <laughs> into those seats. But Kirsten Cinema, the wild leftist socialist, did officially defeat. Uh, Republican Martha McSally in the Arizona Senate race, which is really bad. Cinema is is a nut job. A, you may remember she called Arizona. She really hates Arizona. I mean, Arizona elected a senator who absolutely hates them. She called Arizona the meth lab of democracy. Um, after 9-11, she said she doesn't care if Americans go fight for the Taliban um, because she apparently just hates America so much. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this is the state that kept electing a war hero. Um, John McCain and Martha McSally also is the first female combat pilot, uh, fighter pilot in the Air Force. So a, a war hero and a great candidate. She loses to a wild leftist who essentially hates Arizona and apparently, you know, thinks is a Taliban apologist, essentially. So this is really incredible that a state like Arizona, which has been a, a reliably red state, I mean, a purple leaning red state at least, that they would elect a socialist, a Bernie Sanders socialist, who said all these horrible, disparaging things about the United States and about the state of Arizona. It is really incredible. So the final tally in the Senate will be uh, a net gain of two seats for the Republicans. You know, last week, it was looking like we could have a net gain of of four or five seats. Okay, it was looking like we'd have 54, 55, 56 Republican senators. We will have 53. Um... You know, and it makes not to go off on a go down a rabbit hole here, but it makes the uh, the Roy Moore situation last year even more frustrating because we should have 54 seats in the Senate, not 53. If Alabama Republicans didn't nominate a literal pedophile to the United States Senate, um, yeah, Luther Strange would have would have looked pretty good in that Senate seat instead of leftist Doug Jones. So hopefully Republicans in primaries have learned their lesson. Um, I mean, we coughed up a Senate seat there for absolutely no reason. So hopefully we've learned our lesson there. But we will only have 53 uh, senators. So, I mean, look, any any year that you pick up two Senate seats to increase your majority is is a decent year. I mean, it, it obviously could have been worse. Like, it, it, if we lost both houses of Congress, that obviously would have been much worse. But, um, yeah, it not it wasn't a great showing for Republicans. It was not a great showing Um the the California Republican delegation has been almost completely eliminated. Uh, most California Republican congressmen lost their seats. It's basically Kevin McCarthy, uh, a couple others, and that's it. I mean, there's hardly any elected Republicans in California anymore. It's really, really disturbing what's going on over there, especially in the suburbs. The GOP has some major problems to address in terms of winning the suburbs again. Um yeah, so they have two years to, to figure it out, and hopefully they do. Um, so the 116th Congress will be sworn in in January, and now is the time that both parties are choosing their party leadership uh, in the House and the Senate. Uh, Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer were both elected uh, to you know lead their parties in the Senate. That wasn't a surprise. Neither one of them was going to get a challenge from, from anybody in their caucus. Um, on the House side, it's going to get really, really interesting. Tim Ryan, the Democrat from Youngstown, Ohio, 
is trying to build a coalition to stop Nancy Pelosi from becoming Speaker of the House again. Um, you know, younger Democrats like Tim Ryan, who want to run for president, are going to try to make it into the leadership. Um, one, because they, they don't think Nancy Pelosi, you know, has been effective. They think it's time for new blood in the Democratic Party, which seems pretty reasonable to me. And then also, you know, keep an eye on Tim Ryan. We, we've talked a little bit about who we think uh, the Democrats are going to run for president in 2020. Tim Ryan has expressed uh, desire to run, and that's why he, you know, he probably will challenge Nancy Pelosi to, you know, try to become Speaker of the House. It's really tough for a congressman to run for president. Uh, it's been like 130 years since a, a congressman has gone straight from the House to the presidency. And that's just because, I mean, obviously there's 50 governors and 100 senators that have higher name recognition uh, than just a, a lowly congressman, unless, of course, they're in the leadership. They're a you know minority majority leader or speaker of the House. So that's probably what Tim Ryan is thinking there. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, <laughs> it'll be interesting. I you know it, it would be great for Republicans if these Democrats kind of tear each other to pieces in these leadership battles and stuff. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, our favorite you know 25 year old socialist congresswoman from Queens. Uh, was involved in a sit-in protesting climate change or something in Nancy Pelosi's office yesterday. So who knows? Maybe they're all just kill each other. Maybe they'll just fight amongst themselves and and make the Republicans' job a lot easier. I mean, that would be very entertaining to watch. But uh, yeah, keep 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 your eye on Tim Ryan of Ohio. I I'm actually he's kind of a scary candidate. Speaking of you know potential uh, uh, Democratic nominees for president. In 2020, he, he's kind of a scary candidate. He's younger. He's in his uh, early 40s, I believe. He's pretty far left, but he kind of looks and talks moderate. He knows how to engage with blue collar voters. He's from Ohio. He could potentially flip Ohio from red to blue. I mean, he somebody like that. You know, I, I hope he doesn't get a leadership position inside the Democratic Party because I don't want him to get any closer to the presidency. He's somebody who could actually challenge Trump. I think he'd put up a lot more of a fight against Trump than somebody like Kamala Harris or Cory Booker, Spartacus, or any of these clowns. <laughs> you know, I'm not really too scared of Spartacus, but keep your eye on somebody like Tim Ryan. He's a, he's a very bright guy. He knows how to act and talk like a moderate. He knows how to engage with blue-collar uh, voters the way you know a San Francisco Democrat like Nancy Pelosi never could. So keep, keep an eye on that. You know, I, uh, I, I hope he doesn't achieve his goal there of... of becoming Speaker of the House, but he's definitely somebody to keep your eye on. On the Republican side, um, there is a fight underway on who will become the new minority leader now um, of, of the House Republicans. Um, the presumptive pick is Kevin McCarthy, who's the who's the current majority leader uh, of California, and Jim Jordan, the uh, Freedom Caucus congressman from Southern Ohio, who I really, really like. I, I have nothing but respect for Jim Jordan. He's also declared his, his, uh, he's running for... Uh, minority leader as well. Um, I don't know how Jim Jordan puts together a coalition. Um, I don't know how he has the votes. Uh, he's not nearly the fundraiser that Kevin McCarthy is, and that's obviously important when you're talking about uh, you know, House leadership. They, they want a guy that can, that can circle the wagons and, and raise a bunch of money. I don't know if Jim Jordan can really do that, but um, ideologic, ideologically, obviously, Jim Jordan would make a much better... Um, 
minority leader. He's much more conservative than Kevin McCarthy. And uh, Jim Garrity, friend of the show over at National Review, wrote in the Morning Jolt this morning that, you know, Jim Jordan might actually be the perfect pick um, for minority leader because, uh, and I'll, I'll paraphrase uh, Jim's column, but um, he, he essentially said, uh, which which is true, minority leader, you don't need to build, like if you're Speaker of the House or majority leader, you need to build coalitions, you got to get along with everybody. Um, if you're minority leader, all you have to do is throw bombs at the majority. You just have to throw bombs at the Democrats. And I think Jim Jordan would be way more effective at riling up the base, at making Nancy Pelosi look bad, at throwing bombs, uh, you know, at the opposition party. Jim is is great at that. He's a very bright guy, and he's a he's a tough guy. You know, former like world class college wrestler. You know, and he he's a bomb thrower. He he doesn't hold back. He he tells it like it is, and um, that is kind of what you want in a minority leader. Speaker of the House is kind of different. You know, you got to be a you know, like Paul Ryan was a it was a somewhat effective Speaker of the House. Like you need a calm, collected, more moderate guy that can you know bring all the different factions together and stuff like that. Minority leader, you just got to throw punches. So uh, I think Jim Jordan would be way way more effective in that role than Kevin McCarthy. But um, as of now, you'd have to assume that McCarthy is going to uh, to get the job. I you know it seems like he just has more friends. In, in the the House Republican caucus than Jim Jordan. But, you know, if, if I had a vote, I'd, I would definitely vote for Jim Jordan. That's definitely something to keep an eye on. I think they'll be voting on that in the next couple days. Um, before I let you go, I, what, this, is, this is absolutely ridiculous. I want to talk about uh, uh, Ben Shapiro's speech out at uh, Ohio State University last night. Um, and I'm going to play a clip. <laughs> You know, wherever Ben Shapiro, obviously he's the editor-in-chief at the Daily Wire um, and host of the Ben Shapiro Show, which is a great podcast. And he, anytime he goes on a college campus, leftists show up and protest. And, you know, sometimes they get violent and, they, you know, they all act crazy and, and clown themselves and stuff like that. But I'm going to play a clip from uh, Austin Fletcher, who does a great job over on his uh, YouTube channel. And he goes around and he, he does a great job of highlighting how ridiculous leftists are. But you got to hear this clip from the protesters outside of uh, uh, Ben Shapiro's speech last night at uh, OSU. Uh, yeah, give this a listen. This is this week we're at Ohio State University for a YAF speech. Ben Shapiro's here, and these college kids are not happy about it. We're going to see what's going on. Are you guys for or against Ben? Against Ben. Do you think he should speak tonight or no? No, no, not at all. What about free speech and the Constitution? How does it work? That's a good point, but he shouldn't be allowed to have free speech if he's going to preach the kinds of things that he preaches. Are you for or against Ben Shapiro? Well, where are some of the things that you're talking about, though? I don't know what he said specifically. Okay. Do you know any quotes or anything? I don't know what he said specifically. I just don't agree with his platform. Are you for or against Ben? Uh, against Ben Shapiro? Yeah. Against ben? Yep. I'm against Ben Shapiro because, uh, I mean, it would take it would take it, it would take a while to describe everything that's wrong with him. Protesting or for Ben? Uh, I'm just trying to get through the restaurant. Oh, just trying to go to the restaurant. No fascist USA. No fascist USA as he tries to silence me from talking to people. Nice. Does he have the right to speak under the Constitution, you think? Uh, which, which, I mean, like, sure, he has the right, but we have the right, we have the right to protest against them, so. They're yelling, shut Shapiro down. Do you, you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. That works for me. Why won't you have a... Wow. 
Can you imagine being this much of a bitch? <laughs> Honest to, honestly, can you imagine being that much of a, a snowflake, you know? And we've seen this on college campuses across the country. Obviously, not all universities are like this, but the majority are. The, the majority of universities are just a cesspool of leftist propaganda. Can you imagine behaving like this as a young person? Can you imagine being a parent, paying 50 grand a year to send your kid to Ohio State, which is a great school, and having them turn into that? Like you're paying 50 grand a year for your kid to turn into that? Or however much it costs, I don't know. I didn't go to college, guys. I think I've mentioned that on the show before. I didn't go to college. Uh, my wife went to college, and we're way in debt for with her student loans. I mean, thank God I didn't, because if we had double that debt, we'd be kind of screwed. But, wow. I mean, can you imagine as a being a parent and, and paying tens of thousands of dollars a year to send your kid to college, and they, they just get brainwashed and protest speech they don't like? Say that the Constitution shouldn't matter if you're a Republican. This is absolutely ridiculous. And we see, I'm sure you guys have seen the videos, you know, Ben Shapiro and, and not just him, but most conservative uh, speakers in, encounter this anytime they step foot on a college campus. Do, do these kids even realize, like, Ben Shapiro is not a radical. Like, Ben Shapiro is a mainstream conservative. Like, he is a, a mainline Bill Buckley, Barry Goldwater, Ronald Reagan, National Review conservative like there's nothing radical about, about what ben shapiro does you know he gives speeches just espousing basic common sense conservatism obviously he's not politically correct you know he, he preaches against the the pc culture on campus and stuff like that but he's not a radical like ben shapiro, like i'm more radical than ben shapiro like i agree with ben on most things and the things i disagree with him on are because he's like not libertarian enough on some issues like, I'm much more radical than Ben Shapiro. Like, if these kids think he's a radical and think he's, you know, his speech is violence or whatever, they should listen to this podcast. They probably have a brain aneurysm. Like, I want to eliminate the federal income tax. I want to eliminate, you know, like the EPA, the Department of Education, the Department of Energy, you know, half of the departments in the federal government, you know, and privatize everything. I want to decriminalize all drugs. I want to pull our troops out of just about everywhere in the Middle East. Like, I, I'm way more radical than Ben Shapiro. Like, these, if, if they think he's a radical, then wow, they really need to read a book, man. Like, Ben Shapiro is as, as mainstream conservative as it gets. I mean, he espouses views that half the country hold. You know, half the country agree with them, you know? Like, this isn't some fringe guy. This isn't some fringe viewpoint. These aren't fringe viewpoints that he's espousing. Like, wow, can you imagine? Obviously, not all universities are like this. But are we going to hit a point? in this country where it's almost immoral to keep giving these institutions your money? Like, if they're just going to brainwash kids and turn them into these screaming, whining, ignorant toddlers, like, where do we hit a point where it becomes immoral to keep giving these institutions tens of thousands of dollars a year? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer, you have to go get a college education because that's the only way to get into those professions. But for everybody else, which is the vast majority of Americans, at this point... Looking at what the college campus as a whole has become, for a lot of people, I think it's better to go to a trade school or to join the military. You know, you're going to learn a lot of skills in the military or just get a job and save up to start your own company. 
you know, just be an entrepreneur, start your own business, you know, learn the ropes, you know, through trial and error, make mistakes when you're young, you know, I don't know, like, I think there's a lot of more effective paths to success than, than just shelling out a bunch of money to Ohio State to turn into a brainwashed non-player character, NPC, right? <laughs> That's what these kids are, they're NPCs. We've seen that we talked about the uh, NPC meme, That that is what these people are. I mean, they've become non-player characters, you know? Like, <laughs> the left says, orange man, bad. That's the NPC meme. Orange man, bad. And they see Ben Shapiro, it's Jew man, bad. Jewish man, bad. Like, they don't know, they just, you heard these these little girls. They, uh, what do you what do you actually disagree with Ben Shapiro on? Well, I don't know what he said, but 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 Jew man, bad. It's, this is an absolute joke. It's such a sad state of affairs on college campuses. And I'm kind of really glad um, seeing that, that I, I, I just, I, I, didn't go to college. I, I don't think I would have been able to to handle the the ridiculous PC nonsense. But yeah, I think that's all I got for today. I'll, I'll let I'll let it go for there. And uh, everybody have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Uh, once again, you know, make sure you retweet us and get involved and, and all that good stuff. And I love you. I appreciate you. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Monday. No gimmicks. <laughs>